Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Orlando Arcia, so Arcia without paying attention, but yep, that was Arcia's quote. boy Harper. Ball concluded. Harper, high fly ball, center field, he's watching, Harris turns, Harris leaps, Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. During the financial strain that COVID brought to so many people, a lot of folks out there probably reached out to their mortgage companies and were able to get COVID forbearance, which of course means they received a pause or reduction in their mortgage payments temporarily. Well, now that COVID forbearance has ended, mortgage payments are going back up. And honestly, for some people out there, the increase in mortgage payments just isn't affordable or doable. So, if you're finding yourself in what seems to be a hopeless situation, there's hope. That's the Live Love Memphis team. Reach out. So to LiveLoveMemphis.com. Yep. All starts with a conversation with our friend Jen Karstensen, the Live Love Memphis team. They can help you determine the best options for you like they have for so many others and, and many others that we've sent over. Maybe selling your home to finally take advantage of the equity that you've built. Give them a call today at 901-652-5200 or email them at sold. Excuse me, 625-5200 or email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. Again, that's sold at livelovememphis.com. Start talking with them about the best options available to you. Again, that's 625-5200. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agents. Uh, Kevin Austin III is going to join us in studio. We'll chop it up with the homie Can't Catch Cal. We're going to try to catch him at 1225 in studio. We'll be the only people this year that have caught him all year. So uh, he'll be in studio at 12.25. But until then, we got to do the rundown. Let's go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Uh, in a game that felt uh, much more intriguing in August than it ultimately is today, uh, we do have Thursday Night Football Chiefs-Broncos. And the interesting piece about this game is, um, is that it seems like the Denver Broncos are about to become sellers, uh, that somehow uh, they are going to finish with a worse record in the AFC West than the Raiders. Uh, they want to trade Frank Clark, their pass rusher there, star pass rusher. They're probably going to trade him. Um, they are having uh, conversations internally about trading Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy uh, at wide receiver. Uh, just a complete and total teardown is sort of 
uh, underlining this game tonight. Hmm. And it is a big number. It's 10.5. Uh, I think the total is around 47. So uh, that is, the, uh, that is the, the, the backdrop of this game tonight. Is there a more disappointing, like, I don't know, coaching tenure relative to what we expected than Sean Payton with the Denver Broncos? It's up there, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you who, who was on this because I wasn't. I was wrong. I thought they, uh, Peyton could, could make this mesh, and I certainly didn't expect uh, this defense to just let go of the rope um, like it has. I mean, right. he came into the season thinking the one thing they could rely on was defense, and if you could just program Russ to be a little bit more of Drew Brees, yep. you might have something uh, pretty decent, and I don't know, man. It just I, I'll just go back. It, it just seems like Sean's decided – I'm going to go about this my way. I know the franchise is with me. I'm going to make sure this doesn't work with Russ. I mean, they've made it pretty clear. They're they're on separate pages even in the way they communicate on the sideline. And now they're going to sell off everything and go. He, he's going to try to go get a quarterback that he can program, whether it's Caleb or or Drake or one of these other guys. But it seems like they're the, they, they, they've, they've decided they're dead set on that at this point. Um, again, with what they gave up to go get Russ, though, you can say that you know he's 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 climbing a hill that he may never get over. Yeah, it's um, it's like when you consider the things that Marshawn said about the dude. Like, he's probably just not a at this stage in his career, you know, uh, uh, or maybe ever a great teammate. And when you don't have the same talent, you got a new situation. You know, you got to ingratiate. Yeah, has he done that? Probably not. Thing is, his numbers have been pretty damn good. The numbers are good this season. He's playing better yeah. than he did last year. Yeah, by far. And the, and it's like you said, the defense is just not showing up. I mean, anybody and everybody. The only team that couldn't score on them boys, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. That's the only damn team. They can't score on anybody. They stink. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's a bad situation. I mean, it's, 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 it's you know, NFL football is such a, it's such a, it's such a damn thing because – if this were any other sport, right, we would just be like, eh, we're, we're not going to pay, pay attention. But we're going we're gonna to probably tune in tonight just to see. In fairness, Mahomes is playing. So it's not like there's no star power in this. And honestly, it would not shock me. This is the way it goes in the NFL, bro. It would not shock me if the Broncos, like, compete in this game. I mean, Kelsey's banged up. Uh, Mahomes has no receivers. Is that's a huge problem. Taylor going to be there? Yep, Taylor Swift's going to be. That's exactly right. Uh, NFL's like, hey, can we get you there? Can we, Don't you have a movie come out or something too? Something it's all like, like intertwined. This is yeah for her PR. It's just massive. Oh yeah, and it's good for everybody. It's good for Travis. It's good for Taylor. It's good, good for, for the, the NFL. NFL. I mean, yeah, that's exactly. It's going to save the ratings for this game on Amazon Prime. I really don't want to bet on it, Jason. I'm really hoping I can have some discipline. I, I already. I feel like Al Michaels doesn't like already working with Kirk Herbstreit, and then he's got to do it. With these dog games, I don't think Kirk Herbstreit's very good on NFL. Uh oh, now it's coming out. I don't think he's very good. I, I mean, I, I like him, I like him, but he's he's a college guy. He's a college guy. So Al's sitting there rolling his eyes because he feels the same way you do. Mm-hmm. He's telling, he's in his mind, he's saying Kirk doesn't bring anything extra at this level. See, he's great in college because he's got the institutional exactly knowledge. Right. He knows every program, the ins every and the outs. Coach, he's got all exactly the connections. Right. He can talk to a coach right yep. before he goes on. But where's where's the expert right. level it, with him it, on this? And that's what he's got to be. That's I mean, that's his role. 
That's his job. He's the color commentary. I mean, and he's there's not a lot of color that he's filling in here. You guys know I was I was I was first on the Steve Levy train. Got him canceled. <laughs> you know, I I don't want to have to start. I, I, Kirk. Now that was because he was. What did that start in? What was it rooted in? Because he was messing up names. Levy. I, I, yeah, I don't. Or was it just I don't his remember. Vibe that it was like, like yeah, it was like the vibe. The vibe was not good. Like he, I, I just didn't think it was good for Monday Night Football. I don't remember exactly what it was. Call somebody a nickname. The, no, the like names, the name, yet? like he always did get names wrong. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, you were very early that you uh, you didn't like him. So, so, but you've been late to the Herb Street yeah. take. Is that a thing? This is a second year now. Is that a thing with no? Kirk? But I think it. I think we're on to that. I think we're speaking now. What? Yeah. You know, the the a silent majority of folks probably believe he doesn't add anything extra to the broadcast. Like, yes, because he's a college football expert. I would have gone for, and I'm not just saying this. I mean it. I would have gone for Lewis Riddick. I would have because mm-hmm. Lewis played the game. Lewis was a front office guy. Like Lewis is really good. Oh, he's awesome. Lewis I get is really good. good. I mean, I know Orlovsky's been used more. Than that. Get get Dan. Dan's uh, good. Yeah. Dan is great on the breakdowns, man. Right, right, right. That's what separates him. Yes, he talks the language in a way that's yes. relatable. Yes, it's one thing the quarterbacks come on and talk NFL? above you. I mean, it's, is it me? Or is it just weird because he's so branded with college football? Like I've seen him for twenty years doing college football. So I think, it's strange. I think, that, I think that works against you because you're so branded there. We're expecting you to give us something that's expert it. here, right. so it almost works against you right. at this level. It's like, bro, where's yeah, you're just telling me stuff. You're telling me football, NFL, one on one. Yeah, give I'm me not some getting any here. extra for. I just it almost does it. I know the money here, and you're not going to turn that down, but it almost does a disservice to him. Yeah, well, because he's we're expecting more from you, and of course you can't give us that insight like Kirk you can didn't even play at the, the college NFL. level. So Thought he got a cup of tea or something. Nothing. Somewhere. See, that's that's kind of strange. So it's like you know that that position usually goes. Their, to a their pairing player. is just weird and has been from the get-go. Yep, I That's agree. why I don't feel like Al's got the respect for him at this level. Yep. Of course he respects him as a man and a broadcaster. Respect. But in terms of what he brings to this level, I don't think – I think Al's right. just sitting there half the time kind of rolling his eyes because they don't have a chemistry yet. Nope. No. And I don't feel like one's coming soon. Who was his – who was uh, Al Michaels with uh, uh, Collinsworth? Yep. That was a good pair. You know he loved him some career. That was a really, really good pair. <laughs> I mean, they, they could finish each other's sentences by the time. I, I don't think Tarico and Collinsworth are bad, though. I they're think fine. they're fine, yeah. They're fine. This one stands out. It does. It does. It's like not, lack not of much chemistry. there. It's a little yeah. rigid, you know. Um, Sometimes it, Michael, Michaels just go dead and they just say, take it. Yeah. Kirk's got to tell you an old college football store. Right, yeah. It's just it's just a little odd. There's a lot of, there are a lot of choices out there for that position, you know. Um, and they just sort of, yeah, it's like it's hard to, to do both, I think, well, right? It's hard to do college and NFL well, especially when you don't have that background in the NFL. Uh, that most of most people in that position would. Um, anyway, look, that's not going to save. The, nobody he may be the hardest working man in show business, though. Oh yeah, he's, he's doing he's, game he's, day. He's, he's flying ass. to yeah. a game. Then he's doing NFL on freaking Thursday nights. I yeah. got to tip my cap to him in terms man. of the, the grind he's on, the work he puts in to make all that money. Exactly, for real. But, but oversaturation here, and he doesn't bring anything expert to these NFL broadcasts. Yeah, like speaking of oversaturation, like I'm seeing more and more. And we talked about this before the show, the season started. But I'm seeing more and more anti Pat McAfee sentiments. Uh oh. I'm starting to see more and more of Uh-oh. that on social media. Oh. Like, cause now, you know, now his uh, it's, it's the same act. His interviews with Aaron Rodgers are uh, like becoming about like vaccine debates and stuff. Oh boy. And like people are like, does AJ Hawk ever say anything, or is he just like a f- giant floating head? You know, like if people are starting to, you know. Sniff it out a little bit. Like, does he stand up the whole time? 
Will somebody tell me what the appeal of Pat McAfee is? You know, when you spread it so thin out over everything, it, it is the issue. You can start to see through you're it. You're overexposed. See it becomes the same thing. You're overexposed. It's like in the end, this happens to everybody on that network. Stephen A. Smith, Pat McAfee, like they do all. Like Stephen A. Smith's on everything. Pat McAfee's on everything. You know, so when you do that, yes, people get tired of you. Um, there's a reason you're on everything because you're good at what you do. Um, <clears throat> but I'm just we're we're at that point with Pat. We're overexposed. You know, it's not just the show now. He doesn't care. He's making too much. Oh, yeah. Like, ESPN's not saying that, though. But, dude, he's on SmackDown. He's on friggin' the show. He's on College Game Day. He's on. He's everywhere. Like, everywhere you turn, there's going to be some Pat McAfee. How, how do you subsidize paying somebody that kind of spread if you're not using them that oh, much? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, it's 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 that is the question. They're trying to get the most out of them as they can. So. Yeah, and they had to lay off folks to do it. Sucks. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So I get it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not blaming ESPN for it. I, no, I find it interesting. I think you're all right. But understand what comes. He's, with he's that. look at this. He's on now. I mean, like he's on all friggin' day. My thing is, he's dry. So they're just cursing on the show. I heard it on. Yeah. ES, was it ESPN two? I'm watching the other day. Sometimes like, their their delay doesn't catch like, it. Sometimes okay. their delay doesn't catch it. They have like an eight second delay or something. And then they put a disclaimer on. I it. I think maybe sometimes. he was at Notre Dame or something. Yeah. I saw somebody. He just dropped a. You know, yeah. it's like bro, you you're on you're on the mainstream wow. now. You got to. But I don't know if he can. You he know, can. that's part of it. He can. They, they like they make a they they make like a gag out of it. Like, oh, oh, now they made yeah. It's it was like, yeah, like a, a swear jar or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, anyway, look, it's uh, no nobody's gonna save. I mean, John Madden could could uh, resurrect, and he would not save the quality <laughs> of this game tonight. All right, it is what it is. But uh, will the you lines t- 10? 10, 10 and a half. Will you watch? Uh, you pop it on? Yeah, I got to be in it because your boy got P. Ryan going. That's how bad it uh. is for me in fantasy. I'm telling you, it is a de- it's a death struggle out here. There is there no are, money for We already said going into the season, there are no running backs in terms of that you can depend on. Folks are banged up. I got P. Ryan in a two-back system. Uh, that's what, what, who, but what's the other one, McLaughlin or whatever he is? That's how bad it is for me. Uh, he actually is a good one. But I think Javante There's, Williams is going to play. So that's, No. Yeah. He's not back. I think I think no, I read that. No, no, no way, no way. Then why? Then, then I just foolishly went and got P Ryan for nothing. Um, yeah, he is. Uh, let's see. Um, you got to be wrong on that. No way, Javante's back already. Uh, Please, no. Yeah, Javante Williams. No. To play, yes, to play Thursday night. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's exactly right. So a lot. Like, P Ryan gonna get three touches now. He's just, now third string. Let's just go ahead and address the elephant in the room as to why you weren't here yesterday. <laughs> And the answer is because Jason lost the waiver claim for Imari De Mercado. Damn it! That's how that looked like you tried to grab him. I tried too. to. No, Mark went in there and hustled it. I, well, he had the first waiver claim. Yeah. See, here's what y'all don't realize. I did not get De Mercado. I, I needed extra time. Keontae Ingram is the starter there, and who's who's got Keontae Ingram? Me. I got him. Imari's the RB two. So look at y'all. But what did your boy do last week? Because he was hurt. De Mercado put the numbers up. He was hurt. So he's back now. So that's the difference. So be be glad. I don't even know who these people are. I did not go these are no NPCs. Get this bottom of the barrel. These are NPCs, bro. These are like creative characters. No, the honest truth is I needed extra time yesterday because this damn Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Bro, your guys got James Conner. That's my problem. So I got to figure that slot out. She said they hadn't been together in seven, <laughs> six, seven years. And you know that's the first Will's heard of it. Remember, I was on an island. <laughs> I was one of the few that defended Will's that's right. actions. That's right. Slapping Chris Rock. Taken up for his wife, bro. It's very and possible that Will Smith did I not know that they were separated until yesterday. 
You can't rule that out. I just don't, I don't understand. Why did Will she Smith has embarrassed that do man? That. Yes. Time and time again. And Chris the Rock's like, why the hell did I get slapped? Yes. Well, he even he feels even more validated now. He got more material now. Yeah, Will Smith is a jackass for that. If that is true, what an I mean, idiot. It, what, what an idiot, bro. It ain't even your wife. It ain't even it's, your it's, wife. It's, it's your wife. You're just separated. You're not. They're not yeah, divorced. But, yeah, it's still your wife. Just, yeah, that just may be for legal stuff, though. Like you don't. I remember. I was, man, I, try, I tried to turn Fitzy. I was one of the few that defended yeah. Will. I said, man, because I've had alopecia, and so I felt that. Yeah, I felt that. Yeah, that insult in a different way than maybe most Americans did. Man was standing up for a marriage that ain't even is it, together, it doesn't bro. exist. Yeah, she's in bed. She told about uh, entanglements with August. Right. Will coming on yeah. looking tired, they and said, now you got uh, more new. You know, now you got to tell this business. There was a for, uh, for your new book or show or whatever it is. She just right. constantly putting him out there. Wasn't she in Memphis? Didn't she come to Memphis recently? I don't know about that. So for that book, I'm pretty sure she had a book signing, bro. Uh, or she's gonna have one, um, and maybe you can go ask her just sort of in person. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's coming to Novel. Jada Pinkett's coming to Novel what? on October 22nd. Yeah, so like a book tour. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's why this, that's is, what this is all about. Yeah, this the, is all the, contrived. The interview she did crap. was like with ABC with Hoda or whatever it is. Or wh- that's some whatever garbage right there, bro. Yeah, Sunday, October the 22nd, Jason will be there, $32. I mean, I'm going to be there heckling her. Yeah, she needs to be heckling. Stop doing this to Will. Stop right. taking this public. <laughs> so do you have to buy the ticket and the book, or do you just have to buy the ticket, which gets you the book? Probably got to buy a book, and then you get to show. Yeah, you just in. buy the book. You have a big you room there. One ticket. Yeah, she, it was the Today Show, NBC News. She she put this off on uh, her upcoming memoir is entitled Worthy, and of course oh she's you know Lord. to get people to to buy into that she's putting out this new news that they. Oh been, my I, I got. I'm gonna pray and hope that she cleared this with Will before she put it out there for the. But who knows? They don't know. Who knows if they even talk? Yes. <laughs> uh, one ticket. One ticket equals one person equals one book. So that's uh, that. Just so you're clear on that. Oh. Book and ticket is the same thing? I think so, yeah. yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. Because I don't support her. What's it called, the book? And I, now I do. I feel terrible Word, that yeah. I defended Will, who was defending a marriage that's really non-existent. 100%. It's a big problem. He was still defending her honor, but, bro, she has done you so wrong. Right. And why does, yeah. I mean, why does it have to be so public? You know, like one person on TikTok said, take us out the group chat, man. Like, we, <laughs> we really don't need to know all y'all's business like this. You know? You're protecting her, but she's crushing you. Every turn. Every chance publicly that she's crushing you. Man, she has emasculated Will Smith 15 different times, bro. They got a whole song entanglement with August. Will can't get away from it. Mm. And has he made a movie since all this? Probably. Okay, well, there's been a writer strike, so that probably coincides. But that's that's over now. I think there's another Bad Boys or something on the way. Oh, really? We're getting number four? Didn't they? We just did, did three or four. Which one we just did? I think we three. just did three, yeah. But hey, I tell you what, uh, this was this is a message for the Broncos and the Chiefs tonight. You are worthy. You are worthy of being on Amazon Prime tonight. Well, I'm gonna go drop P Ryan. There's wind in the forecast in terms of if you're looking to get involved with this, which usually it's like twenty miles an hour. That usually correlates to an under. So it's gonna be an ugly one probably. And as you know, the Chiefs receivers uh stink. It's a big problem for them. Like in terms of their Super Bowl hopes. Man, it's hard to it's hard to see. It's hard to see going back to back with that group. They gotta they should trade for Judy. I mean if they every air every AFC team though feels like it's got a it's it's shown. None of them are you know, I 
right. the, the, the Niners don't look like they have a weakness. Exactly. At least everyone in the AFC at this point has yeah, shown they can be beaten. Right? I think the Chiefs probably get there. I just don't think they can win. I don't think they can beat like a – I don't think they can beat the Eagles again. I don't think the Bills can, showed Miami. Yeah, they, I guess the Bills would be the one. But, man, the Bills' defense is just completely Milano now decimated. and Tredavious. Decimated. That's, that's major. Yes. So that, you're out you, there trying to do with, with, uh, with our uh, – Yeah, guy. maybe the Dolphins, bro. I mean, the Dolphins might be the team right now to come out of the AFC. I think I might trust them a little more right now. But, it's you know, it's like Tua versus Mahomes. That's a tough one. That's a tough one to pick Tua on. I still don't understand why they did uh, the Claypool move. Uh a-chan's down, but it doesn't seem like true. Wilson's back, though, I think. But yeah, they have with dudes most there. Of that, yeah. They have dudes they in can, that. Yeah. It's really, it feels like the system. Exactly. As long so. as you're speedy, the system's going to look good. Yeah, well, if you want to watch uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, not complete passes to his wide receivers tonight, uh, you can do that. Amazon Prime, Chiefs, minus 10.5. Next story. Uh, a couple of things going on. Memphis Grizzlies will play the first of three exhibition games on the road to close out the preseason tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. You can catch that one at 6.30 on NBA TV uh, as well. Uh, they're going to finish out Sunday. They've got Miami on the road, and then they'll close out on the 20th, uh, day after my birthday. That's a Friday at Milwaukee. I, I didn't want to talk as much, and I know we, uh, I've heard the discussion this week about Zaire after what a 10-point game against Milwaukee. He did play with a little more confidence, went in there, had a nice dunk and everything, whether it's going to be Zaire or Luke Kennard. And, and we've got time to do that before the season starts. And I know there's some question, too, about – uh, Marcus Smart at this point about whether or not he'll be ready to go day one uh, for the Grizzlies opener. We can get all that, and we've got time to. W- what what drew me in was uh, the Athletic had a piece, and John, you may have discussed this yesterday. I think it did come out at some point yesterday where they talked to the league about John Morant's 25 game suspension and and got it clear that this is not, at least according to their source, expected to be any longer than 25 games. Uh, they asked Joe Dumars about the off-the-court criteria that seemed to be a problem with the uh, the Players Association, the NBA PA. Once it came out, the NBA established, look, we got a 25-game suspension, but he's going to have to satisfy these off-the-court criteria. We never really got down to the bottom of it. Athletic tried to do it, and Dumars kept it private for the most part. And and I guess there's there's two things here that, that sort of struck me. It is good that sounds like that he will be back at least – uh, so long as the Grizzlies are willing to play him on that December 19th game against New Orleans, that'll be nationally televised. Again, not expected to add anything. So that's good news because apparently whatever he's doing had to do off the court, he's done enough of that, again, right. Joe Dumars, at least on the record, and uh, sources off the record seem to think, now nah, there's not going to be any additions to this you're going to have to worry about because he's not satisfying this off-the-court criteria. So that's all good news. The way that Joe Dumars talked about him, though, and 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 I've read the quotes a couple of times before, uh, before we got to this point, we're going to come on and talk about it. But uh, it just struck me. There's two things that are that are that are clear. Um, one is that the NBA's got his back, and the, and Joe talk Joe Dumars, who is now uh, you know with with the league administration, he's the executive vice president of basketball operations for the NBA. Um, one thing is that they've got his back, and Joe Dumars talks about how young this this young man is. Uh, made some mistakes, but we've all we're all behind him. We're all in constant communication with the Grizzlies, with Ja, with Ja's people, trying to be on board. We've said why the NBA needs Ja Morant. The NBA needs as many American stars as it can get right now, especially yep. young ones that look as uh, look as good so far in their early careers as Ja Morant has. So it's it's very clear through Dumar's quotes um, that the NBA loves him and, and understands that. A great job, Morant, is great for the NBA. Yep. That, that all we knew already. And yep. it's, it's great to see them behind him publicly. But 
maybe it's just the way old heads sort of refer to young guys, but in some of these quotes uh, where Joe is talking about John Morant, he's constantly calling him a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just read some of it from you. Again, it's not disrespectful, but I'll read from. From a league office standpoint, with the Players Association, with John and his people, everybody's collaborating together on this to make sure that this kid makes a smooth transition back to the league. Joe, again, here's a 24-year-old kid, and he's figuring it out as he goes. Here's what he said. As a young man in this league, I personally think the worst thing you can do is completely ostracize this kid from everything with his team. So the 25 games are the 25 thing, uh, games, but I think for this 24-year-old kid to continue to grow, he needs to continue to practice every day. Uh, and, and he finishes it off five five times to give a 24-year-old kid who's figuring out uh, as he goes. I, I understand the sentiment, mm-hmm. and I appreciate Joe backing a young Jaw who he clearly believes in and, 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 and wants the best for. But maybe it's just me. I find that referring to even kids as kids, it's dismissive. It, it, whether the word, it, it may, again, maybe that's, uh, this is as simple as an old head talking about somebody that's in his 20s, and it probably is. But, it, but I found that a better way to, to sort of communicate to young people or about you is you call them young folks or, or youths or whatever else. Or in this case, and that's kids, John Morant, 24. A young man is the way to refer to him. And I just, um, to me, like I said, most of this is probably old head talking about a young kid. But I, I've just found that when you're trying to reach kids, and, and Lord knows, uh, you know, I've been thinking about this too with, with Paul Young, the new mayor of Memphis. When you're, when you're trying to reach out to kids, when you talk to them like a kid or call them a kid, it's dismissive. I don't want to say disrespectful again because old heads are going to do that. But it comes off, it can come off as dismissive. Uh, and it's not the best way to... to you know, if, if you want to tell a kid how to act, you know, uh, uh, get to know him first before you tell him what to do. You know, find out about him, and, and more importantly, don't, you know, kid can come around, it can come off as condescending. And so, uh, again, I say this with all due appreciation for the NBA, understanding that a, a good Ja Moran is good for the league. We all want the best for Ja and seemingly having his back. But I just don't think you refer to 24-year-old grown men who've made, made young man mistakes, foolish mm-hmm. mistakes, as kids, man, because I just don't think that's the I, – I just think it's condescending. I think it's dismissive. Yeah. Uh, that's just me. Yeah, no, I think there's something to that for sure. The news is – the good news is that John Morant likely to be back December 19th for the Pelicans game. Yeah. Uh, no extensions planned on that 25-game suspension. Uh, again, you can't go back on Instagram right. uh, with a gun. Uh, and we said it after the first time. Uh, surely you'll never see this again. And he did it you know, 10 weeks later. So uh, you got to just hope that John Morant's learned his lesson. And that, uh, yeah, I bet you – I bet you, uh, I bet you, Ja, too. You see, when, you know what a grown man is called a kid? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. But the, but it's when you're grown. Anyway, yeah. uh, I'll move on. Uh, well, we're going to get to Calvin Austin. He's here. We'll talk to him about his season, Memphis football game this weekend, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I'm trying to film. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. ESPN. Get on y'all, I'll play with me like I ain't worse. Trying to gossip other blocks like y'all ain't said my name first. He a junkie, he ain't shot his gun, yeah, he blame perks. Shot a video and had a shooting. Catch, catch, Cal. Calvin Austin third is uh, enjoying a bye week here in Memphis. Great former Tiger, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, friend of the show, joins us now. What's up, dog? What's up, man? Always good to man, be here. Man, the last time we had you in studio, you had no career touchdowns. Zero. And now you do. Yes, sir. How'd that feel, man? It was amazing. Like, um, when I, like, made the break and looked up in the air and saw, saw the ball in the air, it felt like it was taking forever to get there, you know. <laughs> but then when it got in my hand, it's, it's so crazy because, like, I'm – I can, like, actually remember me thinking, I'm like, man, I'm finna score. Sunday night football, like, this is crazy. And get in the end zone, it's like everything kind of, like, goes silent, you know. And so, you know, that was just a, um a amazing moment. Like I said, I'm blessed to be back and healthy and, to, you know, to get my first one on Sunday night football. Yeah, man. And, and, and especially against, you know, the Raiders, right? I mean, it, of course, it had to be against them, right? I think I know a couple of Raiders fans. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm, I appreciate that, cause, cause I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I, I just hate that coaching staff. So, you know, the more they lose, the, the, the better the, I feel. The better for you, huh? So yeah, no, I, I think it <laughs> was just, helping. it was perfect. What about, uh, how long were you in Vegas? Like, just, I'm just curious, as the, you know, the professional side of that, uh, was it, was it hard to, to stay focused or what? So I. I figured out that, like, most people when they go um, from East Coast teams go to West Coast, they usually leave, like, two, like two days in advance. So um, instead of leaving instead of leaving Saturday, they leave Friday. But we still left um, early Saturday morning. So um, when we got there, you know, some guys, you know, went out into the strip, went to the mall and stuff right, like that. Right, right, right. But um, besides that, you know, it wasn't really – too hard, you know, to stay stay. Just focused. one night, like, basically. Just one night, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so good. we ended up actually. That's when our we had the little plane troubles and stuff. And oh so my god, we ended up <laughs> staying there a little longer than. Oh, haven't, didn't y'all have more plane problems? Like how many yeah, times? We, what's going on with the flights, bro? Man, I'm trying to figure out that out myself. <laughs> but you know, I think it, I think it should be settled now. We should be. So smooth what sailing. happened with the flight? You guys had to make an emergency landing after you won in Vegas. Yeah. So we. So we um ended up we had to wait like an hour to like take off because you know something was wrong with the brakes I think or something okay. and then we so then we ended up taking off and then a bunch of the guys are asleep it's like I want to say like probably like two in the morning or something and so a bunch of the guys are sleeping next thing you know the flight attendants start you know waking everybody up mm-hmm. scrambling down the aisles and we're like what's going on they're like you know just put your seatbelt on clear the aisle this a Cold yellow emergency or something oh like that. I never want to hear We're that. We're like, wait, what? Like, I've never, you know, experienced something like that. And then next thing you know, like, 
they're like, we're going to make an emergency landing in, in, in Kansas City. And we're just like, what? Wow. Like, I've never, you know, never heard of that. And then they was Man. like, we had to wait like three, four hours for the next plane to come. And then we didn't end up getting, end up getting back to Pittsburgh till like, I think 2 p.m. that next day. And oh, my so God. They, I was about to say, that was like the longest collection of like days yeah. that I've I felt and especially being on the plane. Yeah. yeah. Did you were y'all just like hanging out in the airport? Oh we were no, we were on the plane for those like four hours we were waiting. Yeah, we were <laughs> we were a little good team bonding. Man, y'all I'm like it's even the NFL even NFL teams get stuck on the tarmac, bro. <laughs> Did you gotta play cards or something to pass that time? Man, some guys were playing cards, eating, watching videos, and then after a while, like everybody was like, let's just go, go let's just go back to sleep. Man, I would be like, let's just drive, bro. I'll get, <laughs> I'll get like hurts or something, bro. Like for real. Uh you gotta take me back to this the seventy two yard touchdown you had on, on John and John's well, Raiders. You ain't, got, you ain't got to say it um, like that. Had you and Kenny seen something beforehand uh, leading up to that? play did y'all know hey we got an opportunity here what kind of leading up to that had there been an us an opening that you'd seen yeah so um you know we knew that they would probably want to take george out the game and you know put two put two people on him so we knew if we got into like you know a a condensed set that we could potentially get a safety over george and then just one over me but you know i didn't you know expect um him to press um press so when i was when he he was pressed up, I was like, surely they're about to either bail or, or play zone. And then because I, I had a deep post on it, so I'm like, if he stay right here, I'm like, oh, we cooking, you know. And so the ball snapped, and he stayed right. He stayed press man. And so from as soon as I released, I was, you know, when I looked up, I was I knew Kenny was gonna yep. put the ball right there because I knew we were gonna have two over George. And so I was gonna be the one streaking down the middle. Yeah, that was uh, that was a beautiful. It was, I mean, that's your play, bro. Exactly. I mean, that, you know, clearly they didn't have much tape on that. Right. But the jig is up now, yeah, right? They, they didn't know. Are you yet. are you finding that you are getting more attention as a result of that play? I would say I, f- I would find that yeah, guys are guarding me um, certain certain ways for sure. You know, um, so that's one thing that I'm still like learning and stuff is how to. Um, how to combat that? Right. You know, I know guys are gonna either play play off on me, try to get hands on and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm still just um, trying to diversify my toolbox and right. and just have diff- different ways of getting open and reading that coverage. Yeah, uh, we're talking to Calvin Austin the third here in studio. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver going to be out. Uh, are you going to be at the Memphis game? Because there has been a lot of controversy as to whether or not you will be in attendance. Will you be there tomorrow for the game against Tulane? Lord willing, I will be in attendance. So pack the bowl, pack the bowl, hey. pack the bowl, pack the bowl. Man. We'll, we'll get into that uh, in just a minute. But you know, one of the one of the cool things, obviously, we root for you because you're a Tiger, you're a Memphian, you're a friend of the show. And so one of the cool things, just sort of watching, I, I even noticed it in preseason. I don't know if you like took a. I think you might have taken a punt return. Um, maybe that was not a touchdown, but you know it was a long one, mm-hmm. and just seeing Tomlin's reaction, like Mike Tomlin was so excited for you, and it and it came through. And I'm sure part of that was because like you were injured last year and he didn't have a chance. But it just feels like to me, just from the outside, that he really believes in you as a player. Um, what's it just sort of been like playing for him now, actually doing it on the field as opposed to sort of watching it from the sideline? Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I say like. Coach Tomlin is a true, a true players coach, and so you know he definitely knows how to um, 
how to relate to his players. And one of the big thing, I one of the big things I think that he does very well is he um he he motivates and challenges his players. And so um, being out on the field, like, well, le- leading up to the week of wh- whatever game it is, you're gonna know your wh- whatever challenge he puts in front of you, and whatever the and like whatever you need to do to you know um, help out that game because throughout the week, like, it's not gonna be any secrets about it. And so when you get there on game day, you already know um, the expectations and, and what lies out in front. And so your only job is to go out there and, and, and execute. And I think that's why, you know, he shows that emotion and stuff because it's not just no spur-of-the-moment spur thing. Like, it's been leading up. It's been a, a buildup of, okay, you need to um, improve on this. We're going to be um, – you need to help the team win by doing this. So once a um, coach lays out those expectations mm-hmm. for you, you know, he give a capable man those tools, then, you know, we all we have to do is do, is do the rest. Uh, everyone is big, but you get a, a even bigger one when it's a division when you get over Baltimore. Just how how much uh, how how much was Tomlin talking about that opportunity? I know you know sort of it looked like for a minute Baltimore might run away with the division. Now it looks wide open. You guys sitting at three and two. Uh, how big a win was that for y'all? Uh, it was a huge win, and um, I, I guess the biggest part of it was just the the history between the Ravens and the Steelers and. Um, leading up into the week, um, Coach Tomlin just was telling us about because obviously he's been in many of so those many battles, wars, so many of them, and so it was just telling us like how many instances that it done came down to the last possession and just really getting us um, re- ready for the the it's AFC North football, but it's also Ravens versus Steelers football. Yep. So that in and of itself makes it you know a little more edgier com- and, and, and competitive, and so. Um, you could definitely feel that when you when you're out there, that it's a it's a definitely a physical game, and the intensity of behind it was just you know amazing. And so to be able to to come out there with a win, es- especially before the bye week, was huge. Are you seeing week to week improvement, more command of the offense from your guy Kenny Pickett? Oh yeah, most definitely. And um, I just see it in terms of his his leadership, just. Mm-hmm. On and off the field, you know, I think that as the season went on, he's definitely done stepped up into took that role even more and become more vocal, challenging guys, and just, you know, that why I said I remember earlier last time I was on the show, I was just, I, I was talking about, and I was like, just his competitiveness how makes a you, dog, you how he's a dog, him, so. yeah, yep. like you want to go out there and and, and compete with them and for him and stuff. Yep. So, um, just seeing how that done continued to grow and actually being able to be out on the field with them. You can feel when he we in the when he's in the huddle that like he's got control of it and he's he's a fighter. Yeah, what's it like? Uh, Cause I even I even see like stuff on my timeline about like the OC and the play call and stuff. And obviously that gets a lot louder when you're not performing. Like, and you're not really a guy that's used to you know losing. It's yeah. not something that you've really ever done. So like, what was it like just sort of being in that? Is it is it easier to sort of like compartmentalize in the NFL where everybody's like pros and like. They've been through the ups and downs. Like, just sort of take me through that as a young player, weathering that. Oh, I was about to say, that's probably the biggest difference I feel like from just being a, a professional now is, like, the you, you have to compartmentalize everything. Like, you can't – whatever the line is – if let's say the line was struggling or the, or the running backs were struggling or whatever, like, yep. you – cannot focus on that like because you have such a big job that that you you are required to do yep. that you almost like you can't give any attention to it because it's like then when it's your when it's your your moment to come you don't want to have given so much energy 
thinking about other people and other stuff that you waste your opportunities. That's right. And so I think, and this just, and that's just what I've continued to learn about being a professional. Like, there's gonna be you know outside noise, people fighting different battles, but yep. you have to focus on your own battle just because you don't want when it, like I said, when it comes to the you to miss miss out on your opportunity, which in turn is gonna hurt you and the team even more. So you just want to really just focus on you and um, just trust that everybody else is going to be be a pro and get their stuff together. Uh, John mentioned this one, so I give him the credit. But a, a bye week this early, it, blessing or a curse? Because you got such a long season and there won't be any break after the rest of this. How, how do you look at it? Um, so I'm kind of – I guess this will be my first taste of it. And so um, I'm kind of – I guess I'm just kind of going with the flow at this point. But, you know, I've done – from some of the old, from some of our vets and older guys, they've kind of yeah, they're salty about bad. it. Yeah, yeah. they're salty about <laughs> it. So really I'm weeks. like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I guess I'll kind of feel it yep. out now and be like, getting in January, I'll be like, man, yep, it's been long. But you know, um, yes, yeah, so I guess this will be my first first a- a- experience of it. Yeah, because I, I was watching the uh, Texas Texas Oklahoma game last weekend, and T- Baker was on there, and they were on bye already last one oh, they already had that. yeah so he was super he's like yeah i don't know we we, we just kind of got started you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah, like you like break you're not even your your body's not even like really that broken down yeah yet, you know what i'm saying you want that week nine you week know what nine, i mean week 10 yeah um what's uh just watching the defense and specifically like tj watt like is it just kind of like blow your mind how how much havoc that dude wreaks yeah and i think the guy that people forget about a lot is Alex on the other side. Yeah, Highsmith, yeah. So I think just how he has continued to develop and become a force himself yep. is helping his help helping TJ. But, you know, it's crazy because we were watching film the other day and, like, he was still – TJ was still getting blocked by, like, three people. Like, the they had the tight end, the tackle, and the running back come help. So, like, he did still obviously gar- garnishes all that attention. But, you know, anytime he does something, like, it's not crazy because, like, We've seen it so many times, and we know that, like, if you ever try to block him one-on-one, do any type of play-action pass, like, nine times out of ten is either going to be a turnover or yep. just a sack. Yep. And, and with him, it's like he's just a, a turnover waiting to happen. And it's almost like, you know, you get in those those late-game moments, and you're just like, okay, so when is TJ about to make that exactly. game-changing play? Did it again uh, on Sunday. Yep. Was it like a fumble? Yeah, fumble, like a pick, sack, something, yeah. yeah, something like that, yeah. Um. That Chubb injury, I know it's other squad, but y'all, <clears throat> and I know I, I make a, I guess you know some people on social media, or whatever else, were questioning whether or not it was a clean hit. I know he's always flying around, and he always lays it out there, but got to be tough after you know last year. You're sitting down and watching. Anytime you got a pro go down, a guy that's been through as much as he have to see him go down, that must have been tough to to watch. I about to say yeah, you ever, it's like one thing about being being like in the pros, like anytime you see that stretcher come out, like. And like nobody likes that, you know what I'm saying? And it like, can be taken so fast, bro. so fast, and like the and the type of season he was already having debt early, you know what I'm saying? So um, it's just I hate to see it and be and be praying for him. And what else people don't sometimes don't realize is that like yeah, we're on on different teams, but like we have some Georgia players for sure. Like you know, right. so yeah. it's like it's people you you never want to see anybody get hurt. You know, you want to see a good physical football game, but you never want to see anybody go down. So in terms of, and we're talking to uh, Calvin Austin the third here, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, former Tiger star. In terms of what you wanted to just do, you know, professionally this year. Do you feel like it's 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 sort of happening for you, like establishing yourself? Deontay's coming back, I know that. But do you feel like you've sort of 
to this point, you know, you're where you sort of want to be on that trajectory? Somewhat, you know. Um, I would be lying if I said I didn't have it a set a little higher than that. So, you know, um, I still definitely have a lot of work to do. But um, I guess and not the next – this next, like, what, three-fourths of a season that we have left, yeah. um, I definitely done set the bar very high for myself. And um, hopefully, you know, Lord willing, we're talking after the season, I can talk about how I met those expectations. But um, I definitely done um, been proud of the fact that I've been on, on the field, got that experience, and – I feel like I'm, you know, just starting to, like, settle in, you know, um, going through each game and stuff like that, just getting the, the feel for the flow of each game. So I, um, I definitely think that for the second half of the season that I, I got my expectations high, but I do expect to reach them. Feels like this, this uh, you mentioned the AFC North, that it could come down to the last game yep. with everybody just beating each other up. You feel like it's going to be closed down the stretch? Always, Is that what yeah. you all are telling each other, what Tomlin's saying? Yep, and that was – Kind of been what we've been saying throughout the whole year. Like the last couple years, we've been needing help at the end, mm-hmm. you know. And so this year, we just want to, you know, take have full full control. So that's why um, getting the game versus the Browns and the Ravens in the AFC North game, yep. especially early, is huge. Yeah, uh, and then we have a big game tomorrow for yes, Memphis sir. football. Uh, I know you, you said you're going to be in the building. Um, I don't know how much of this team you have been able to watch, but I've watched a great bit. Have you keep up a lot? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So, what do you think in terms of just this matchup tomorrow? It's gonna be a good one, you know. Um, um, Clayton Tulane. Well, what was his name? Michael Pratt. He's yeah, playing Pratt. for Tulane. He's back for Tulane. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, with Tulane, they're always gonna have a good offense, and they show different, you know, formations and stuff. And then their their front seven on defense is always good, but. With Memphis, man, um, I just have a great deal of belief in Seth. You know, this is a big game, but he's been in many big games. Yep. And um, just how the receiving core has continued to develop with Rock, Demir, Kobe, and um, just the, the the running game with Blake. Yep. Man, that dude is a beast. And so um, I definitely, you know, I obviously expect Memphis to win. And um, it's it's funny because on our on our practice squad we got Deuce Watts and he's a former Tulane player, so you know we we got a little fun bet going mm-hmm. on about the game. So, but I I think I think we're gonna take that dub. Uh, knowing him as well as you do, what kind of, you know, John and I have said that that Sillfield needs to go into this one just you know coaching as aggressively as possible, pull out all the stops, maybe a trick play, maybe you're going for it on on fourth down. What what sort of pregame speech do you expect from Sillfield, who's you know, he's been good at home, 19-4 and four at Simmons Bank, but you're four-and-a-half-point underdogs to a team that's been picked, you know, to win the AAC. What kind of silver field do you expect before this game? What's he saying? Pumped up and just talking about the fight, you know. That's all it's going to come down to is just fight. And, um, yeah, it's going to be X's and O's here and there, but with a team versus, like, like, like Tulane that I done played in the past, too, is they're very physical, you know, and they come with a great deal of, of energy. And I think that's kind of how they try to start the game early to try to get that control. So I think just from the first kickoff is just like have that fight and energy to set the tone. You don't want to c- come out flat to a team like Tulane because their type, yeah, you can't. Their type is going to get on you early yep. and, and then start to try to get the run game going, get the pass rushers going. So um, I just think from the first kickoff is just talk about that fight and that, that energy. 
I know you're not a rookie anymore, but like, who's your vet? Like, who's your who's your older guy, man? That you're like, that is there a guy that you just like turn to and y'all like rock with each other off the field? Um, so I would probably say Allen Robinson. Okay, um, All right. former Bear. Former, yeah, he's um <laughs> one guy that, and it's and I about to say like, obviously he's been in the league ten yeah ten years, tons of success, so. Yeah. Um, it, it's just funny because like sometimes he sealed the him, game against the Raiders. You sealed it, yep. And yep. so um, it's just funny sometimes talking to him and like he has like so many stories of just like right. his days from the Jaguars, the Bears, yep. like giving me insight on you know what how to how the organization did them or how the contract stuff work and like yep. I just it's crazy like when you have like a, a vet like that how much stuff you learn and um. So I just sometimes we'll just be talking and just like I just be just like wide eyed, just like listening to all the stories. It's just like this is like golden, you know, because like um, obviously for him to them play it as long as he has, that's something that I, I want to do as well. So you know, I just continue to pick his mind and just yeah, just listen to whatever he got to say. Dig that. I know after the uh, the it, it was the loss to to Houston, I saw a lot of folks, you know, whether it's Pittsburgh fans, or whatever, a ton of criticism. Uh, about you guys, do you tune social media? Do you, LeBron turns it off during the season. Do you do you go out and read it if it comes, or how do you? And what's Tomlin told you about sort of the, you know, the critics and the social media stuff? Um, so I've I kind of got this from Kenny because I was talking to him, but um, during the the preseason, um, so I stay off Twitter. I may okay. you know get on Twitter maybe once or twice a month, or maybe after a game. Sometimes it depends, but so I stay off Twitter and just usually be on on Instagram because you can control more exactly. what you see, you know. So um, I kind of took that from I got that from Kenny and um, Coach Tomlin. He always just you know tells us that you know there's gonna be that outside noise, but y'all one of the things I love that he says is like when you when when, when you win you say little, when you lose you say less. So it's always just like about that. not saying too much regardless of of what goes on and just being you know aware of. You know, the outside noise is going to be there, and that's what it's – I mean, we, we have fans, we have media. You, you, you we're, we're supposed to have that. But it's like you just got to be in control of you and control what you can control. Yeah, yeah we got Calvin Austin the third here in the building. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, former Tiger. Exciting news. I heard the news. I was told I could break this news. You can talk about it. New flavor coming to the Wing Guru. Yes, sir. Billy's paying you for this, right? <laughs> uh, new flavor coming to uh, the Wing Guru called – can't catch cow. Triple C, baby. Can't catch cow. Triple yes, C. Were you involved in the, uh, you know, the process of the flavor? I was involved. So, you know, it's a, kind of like a honey gold dry rub. Okay. So it's kind of different in, okay. in that sense. But um, I'm, I'm very excited. Obviously, I've been working with the Wing Guru since my um, my senior year at Memphis. Yep. And um, I love working with, with, with Billy and his team. They've been incredible. So um, this has been in the works for a little bit, so I'm definitely excited to get it out there and, you know, see what the public says. Yeah. I want to say, I think one – is it your tight end? Rodney Williams is like the second, third uh, straight tight end. Yeah. It's like part owner Rodney, of the one in uh-huh. Adelaide. Rodney Williams. Yeah. He, yeah, he's a he's a part owner of the one, the new ring guru location yeah. in, in Arlington. And, you know, we've been up at in Pittsburgh talking about, you know, some – I yeah, figured Billy going to try to get moves, you. Yeah, you know, yeah, we've been, yeah, we've been talking about some moves and stuff. So He got um, the safety, right? 
Didn't he recover the ball in the in the? Oh end yeah, he got the yeah yeah. Well, they yeah. ended up ruling it out of bounds, but you know he still yeah. got the picture and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah for that's worth. Yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah, man. Yeah, but I say that it's definitely cool having. And I'd be telling people like when they ask like, is anybody else there from Memphis? I'm like, yeah, Rodney. He's he didn't go to University of Memphis, but he's actually you know from right, Memphis. Right, 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 right. So it's always cool to have another have another guy from Memphis up there. Yeah. Oh, one more. You mentioned him. I just want to know if if you see it in in him. Uh, Blake Watson. Does he have a chance to play on Sundays? Oh yeah. Most definitely. And um why do you say that? You can tell. I mean, when you watch I about to say, especially now, I don't I'm not gonna say something I'm getting older, but just older just in terms of watching football, I can see how easy it is now when you can tell that somebody's is a little different, yep, you know. A pro. And just yeah, it's it's a pro. And so just watching how he runs the ball and he gets he'll make a twenty yard run when it was really only five yards there. Yep. And so when you see stuff like that, that's when you're like, okay. And it's not like, you know, because some guys, it's like they had a 20-yard run and they're like, and you know, people happy, but it's like, nah, he really should have scored that one. Mm-hmm. But with him, it's like he really shouldn't have made it that far, but he, you know, did. And so just from that, his obviously running the ball out the backfield receiving-wise. So just just from that, he kind of, you know, give me shades of that kinda boy in boy in Philly. Yeah. Any game where well, it kind of reminds me of him a little bit. Man, he constantly keeps the legs moving. Constantly keeps the legs moving. Constantly moving. That's strong. a pro right yep, there. It's a, a lot of Memphis in the league, man. A lot of it. I mean, I love it too. Who are playing? You know what I'm saying? Like uh, even uh, uh, Bryce in, in New York, bro. He's a he's a menace. Man, I'm. You know, Bryce has been a force for the last for since he's really been in the league. Yep. But I'm kind of glad. I'm I'm just so happy to see now that. The whole entire league is starting to, to recognize it, and it's funny because like me and Bryce, we probably talk at least once a week. Wow, once a week. So like, and wow. it's just with a, 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 all the the Memphis guys around the league. I probably don't talk to all of them, you know, once a week. But right. we always keep in keep in contact. You know, if somebody yes. does something, like we're reaching out and stuff like that. So um, it's I I just love it because I take so much pride in being from Memphis and to have more guys in the league. Like I, I love it. I think we, we got one, uh, Quindell. Yeah, oh, he was Quindale actually our secondary yep. so banged up. Yep. He was out there, bro. Yeah, I about to say, I'll be talking to his um his, his twin brother a lot, and just to see, man, I'm just about to say like that just makes me so happy seeing Q because yep. it's like, man, a lot of people wouldn't have you know was was sleep on him, and I know what type of player he is, yeah. and what type of guy he is. So to see him being out there on Sundays is great. Yeah. Man, you know what it's like to be slept on, bro. I mean, who was more slept on than Can't Catch Cow? And <laughs> now look at it, you, you man. Said it. Now look at you, man. We, uh, you are, uh, you're our favorite, man. We root for you every single week. No We're question. so happy to. And again, when you caught that touchdown, I was like, <laughs> I, it had to be against the Raiders. Had bro. to, man. It had to the be the first one. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I hope that they continue for you, bro. I, I, I wish you guys played the Raiders every week, man. I really do. Uh, but continued success, man, and. Uh, yeah, man, we'll be we'll be rooting Stay for you. Stay healthy, bro. For sure. Yeah, looks Appreciate good. Appreciate y'all. For thank sure. you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll come back. Jason and John, are you trying to fan ESPN? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 